You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi. So later we're going to be talking about copywriting and content development with Nikki Hicks from Red Vine Studio. But first, we're going to kind of address some of the uh, fall goals that we have because <laughs> it's fall. It's fall already. Well, it's <laughs> it's technically on the calendar. It's not fall, but in the blog blogosphere, yeah. oh, blog goodness. blog fear. Yeah. I don't know. It's blogosphere in the blog world or whatever the <laughs> universe of blogging. Blog it is definitely <laughs> fall, and already like I'm seeing pumpkin stuff. Stop it everywhere Stop it's it. so crazy it's in, in my household because my husband has already consumed oh he already things and it's so what has he had he had like okay first of all it's unhealthy so i never eat it so second of all he had like pumpkin pop tarts which are disgusting i, I can't even believe that that's a thing <laughs> but a i thing. shouldn't be surprised and then like we thought about it like in face on facebook so it's like <laughs> all of our friends are fighting about pumpkin people versus non-pumpkin before september i need to go and like, get it's in a on civil that civil war right yeah. now like either you like pumpkin before so it's august it's not pumpkin time yeah don't do it oh i'm like trying to like limit the sugar that i have so like i'm planning out to have like maybe one pumpkin treat a week which is like a really big jump from last year where i basically (laughs) bathed in pumpkin like chives it was like every day the trader joe pumpkin chai mix was like i like at starbucks like i'd walk in and i'm like you already know what it is and they just like hand me my pumpkin chai yeah um and my friend works at starbucks and he's like oh do you want me to give you like a pump of pumpkin chai they just came in and i'm like um no No. don't do that to me like don't even offer me this stuff Mm -hmm. So as we go into fall, like I like to kind of, you know, map out what my goals and my plans are going to be. So just kind of help me organize and know what I'm working towards. Um, So my first one is that I want to land five clients for consulting because I feel like that's a good goal. I think you like through at least the winter, right? (laughs) Like I think you like through this. It does. Yeah, seriously. Like, well, I want to book them like, because right now, like I kind of book and then we kind of start working immediately, but I kind of want to like book ahead of time and say, you know what, like we're going to start working in November, December. So that would, yeah, that would carry me through the end of the year with consulting. Um, So I kind of want to just get that organized that it would be that far ahead. Um, And there's a lot of like, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but like there's a lot of talk at the beginning where we kind of make sure that we're the right fit for each other and that sort of thing before we move on. Yeah, there's a little bit of dating at the beginning. And I I like that because I want to make sure that I'm the right fit for them and they're the right fit for me. So um, I basically want to do a lot of that dating in early fall so that I can have my calendar right. lined up um, through January, basically. How about your first I goal? I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> my first goal is something that should have been done, like, last month, is finalizing holiday for Studio 4 paper, and it's just... Yeah, I saw you working on that. Every year, at the end of, like, the summer, I'm, like, a hot mess, because I'm, like, I'm already behind every year. I saw I you, like, drowning in cards. You're, like, oh, yeah. the cards. You <laughs> had like, your whole line. <laughs> and then I, like, want to throw them all in the garbage and, like, start all over. So... That's seriously, it has to, I mean, it has to be, it's not even an option, that has to be done. Do you know, like, do you have, like, kind of, like, a, a date idea of when um, your holiday line's going to drop? Because I do want to get I some do. of the paper. It's always um, the same, um, or usually November. You know 15. me, like, I'm crazy, so I've already started buying yeah. Christmas gifts, but I'm like, I want to, 
I want to use your paper for yeah, some of I them. Usually, so I, last year I did November fifteenth. I okay. might drop it back to November ten, just because I don't like to mix seasons. I'm still. You just I know, me about this but pumpkin, the thing is, is that I need to wrap my gifts. Uh, so no, er, the earlier in November, the better. I'm, I'm gonna do a mixture it. of um like brown paper packaging and then I'm like, so ready for all the craft paper. Yeah, and then oh. like prints like yours and from other like some from other local places, so that it's just kind of like it makes them pop more. So I'm <laughs> excited. Ready. For that. <laughs> oh man. So your second goal. Um, so my second goal is to master ten more yoga moves because I've been doing yoga every day. Uh John got me like the big book of yoga for my birthday. And like before that I was doing like a video, so it's kinda like the same right. moves, which it was fine. It was still like a workout for sure. But now like I kinda go in and like what's nice about this book is it can be like you know, for anxiety or for digestion mm-hmm. or whatever sort of thing you want to work on, it tells you the exact moves to go through for that. Um, so I've been kind of like doing my own workouts in that way. And like, I know I've asked you like a million questions, like how many times should I breathe? And this and that, yeah. cause I don't have a person guiding me. So I'm kind of doing it myself, which is nice, yeah. but, um, there's kind of like, I'm still very limited in what I can do. And I see all these other like people out there of all different sizes doing all these awesome moves. And I'm like, how can I be down? So that's my goal <laughs> to like master like 10 really awesome new moves. And when I say like moves, I'm like talking about the kind that like you want to like post a photo of because you're like, this is impressive. Because like right now, none of mine like look that great. <laughs> all of them are fine. Asanas are difficult to. I'm going to get yoga. It's from yoga podcast. Real I quick. say, you're, you're <laughs> like, when, when I see your images, I'm quick. just like, yes, like no. look at those lines, like oh look at goodness. those legs. I went to Body Flow um, last Thursday with a friend, and it's so funny. We're there, and you know, we're just like, we got this. And then these two ladies in their 60s are doing splits, and we're like, I guess the thing, out. though, you know what, though? They have more time to practice. Know, That's what do. it is. It's just yeah. funny because we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to kill it. And these ladies are just Walk like, in and just... literally, like, warm up in the splits. Like, oh, we dang. Like, oh, dang. Their warm up was no, better, warm-up better was than you. splits oh, wow. and headstands were oh, their wow. warm up. And we were just like, hmm, this is I'm funny. like, I can put my feet up on the wall, but I can't do a headstand. <laughs> right. well, you, you ladies are hilarious. Um, second one I have, I already started this one, which is really awesome because I never do and I really don't it's not that I don't care but I just I'm doing this podcast now so the blog has been like haha just kidding um but I have my schedule done yay for September I checked it off so the, now it's adhering to the schedule that I've set for myself and yeah actually blogging That's so the goal is during fall sometimes. is to sit down and really like pump out these blog posts and get them because again like you always tell people they're really lengthy <laughs> so it's just I know yeah. it's a process for me to write it's like a whole like thing so that's my second goal is to get get that started. And I, I, I do love blogs in the fall. I think there's something about, like, I think that some... Because everybody's returning yeah, back. Yeah, I think that people kind of get re-inspired. Yeah. Like, I think fall is just an inspiring time. And, like, people, it's so funny because you think about it. I think people spend more time with their families, more mm-hmm. time not working, believe it or not. And in I think that because of that, they have that creativity that yep. just, like, sparks. So I know for me it's been a lot easier to blog lately and I've been more consistent with it. So I'm sure that now that you have your schedule laid out... Yeah. You're gonna kill it. Co-schedule yells at me when I don't. So yeah, you don't post it helps. This in the email, and they're like, "You haven't done uh, anything." You got this things week. to do right now. <sighs> so my third and final goal for the fall um, is to complete two photo projects. So, oh, uh, basically, since I switched from photography full time to consulting and photography, um, I do a lot more consulting than photography, which I love because it frees me up to when I am picking up my camera. Most of the time, it 
I have full control over like what's happening. Um, so I've been able to work on some cool photo projects this year, but, um, I have like two large ones that I kind of want to really put out there because that's the thing is like, I do them and I feel like, in like, I'm not shooting them just for me. Like there's a message to them, but like, I kind of keep them close to the chest, if that makes sense. And I think that really this fall is going to be the time to like really put them out into the universe and watch them fly hopefully so i'm excited about that oh my goodness fall is also i guess my third one it's not really a a goal it's more like a to-do like get through this this life of (laughs) of fall Uh, because we continue through conference season it's really starting back up in the fall and so i have three conferences um two of which i'm no i'm speaking at three dang it we have like five conferences (laughs) I was wrong just kidding we have like four and a half maybe conferences that we're doing um from September through November and so that's like and you have a thing here in Orlando right that's coming up pretty soon yes we have um Florida Block Con is really kicking off because it starts in fall like September 24th and that's gonna be um it's the biggest blogging conference in Florida yeah it's it's my first blogging actual blogging conference that I'm speaking at so that's funny because I am a blogger so I'm somewhat (laughs) to only be doing this you know nine months in and then, Please put somewhat blogger in your I, I bio on everything. I somewhat actually, blogger. Seriously, I think I'm going to change it all. Like, I so really like somewhat that. Somewhat blogger. Sometimes when I feel like it. Um, and then uh, we're going over to, from then October, David is speaking at a conference in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I've never been to Little Rock. I don't know what's up in Little Rock. I have no idea. So I'm like going to my friends who live there and be like, what do we do yeah in little rock so i'm just trying to make that a tiny adventure we may piggyback off of little rock and go somewhere else in that little area and and kind of make a trip out of it and if not then we'll just come home and say hey that part of the united states was awful (laughs) let's not do that again um so that'll be fun and then in october we have word camp orlando which we'll talk about a little bit more um as it comes up so i'm doing a workshop david and i are doing well we're all in one full day workshop we're doing different topics but we're doing one kind of together and then David is speaking on Sunday with our good friend Matt Hunt um, from Ever After Active, and they're doing a, like, hey, this is what we've learned from working in business together for the past year. So that should be fun. I'm like, I always told him, it makes me kind of mad because I'm like, we should do a tag team talk. We should do it. I'm like, let's do it. We're going to be like Beyonce and JC, and then he does it with like other friend. people. Yeah. <laughs> he does it with like our yeah. friend. I'm like, I hate both of you. Um, then I'm speaking at another conference in That's Atlanta. okay because just like in a few years, then yeah. like your little one will be able to speak with you and you guys can be like Beyonce and yeah. Blue. Oh my I'll be goodness. like, whatever. Jay-Z doesn't even need to walk to this red carpet All right now. All the comparisons of Beyonce and Blue to like Sailor Moon and her daughter cracked me yes! up so And I, hard. it's like you can see it <laughs> I very see it. much. Like, it's so yeah. true. And oh my goodness, it gave me a life. Like you guys should go back and look Sailor at Sailor Moon inspiration. Pick, I'm going to put that meme in the show notes because it's <laughs> Yes! I Our first show note meme. It is. It's first meme in the show notes so yeah and then atlanta for another conference in november and it hasn't been really announced yet so i can't say anything about it but if you are smart you can tentatively put, put it you, on your <laughs> schedule you can put two and two together november 4th and 5th that weekend it's it's happening i'm excited because atlanta has a thing like the high line that i didn't know about oh wow i did not know that <laughs> okay about line that <laughs> is in the city from which i am from so we're gonna spend some time buying boots and the I think line. that if we do an Atlanta trip, that might be the time that we should do it, so it's that we can see you time. speak, and then it's we can the all ra- walk this. We can walk the belt line yeah. together. Well, the fun thing about the belt line, it's it's split up, like so. It's not much like the highway; like, it's gigantic because it's okay. over the whole railroad system, so it's in different places. 
So really, like, you get a couple miles in one place, and then you can... So that's my goals. Travel swiftly, speak often. Yes. (laughs) For fall, we'll get through it. And I think it's going to be a good season. I'm excited for it. So if you guys have any awesome goals that you're working on smashing this season, go ahead and let us know about them. And uh, tweet about them. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. so excited to have another fun awesome individual on our podcast today we have nikki who i met at WordCamp jacksonville and um she was speaking there and nikki i learned that she was really big copywriter and into writing content and i'm like you know everything i don't um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know a little bit but i really wanted to get her on because um developing content is so hard for everyone so i just want to introduce you hi nikki how are you Hey, Hi, Nikki. Everybody. How are you doing? Good. Just hanging out. It's Tuesday. It's real. So. And I feel like a lot of people have issues with, oh, um, yeah. you know, what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm, I'm excited because I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. Yeah, seriously. Absolutely. So could you introduce yourself? Uh, tell us a little bit about more about you and your studio and what you do every single day. <laughs> sure, absolutely. So my name is Nikki Hicks. I'm the president and co-founder of Red Vine Web Studio. We're located right in St. Augustine, Florida, so uh, hop, skip, and a jump from you guys in Orlando. Um, So at Red Vine Web Studio, we offer web marketing as well as web design and development. Um, So I handle the web marketing end. Um, My background is in search engine optimization, which quickly warped into copywriting uh, because I, I very, very quickly noticed that a lot of people, once they're faced with keyword research and all that SEO entails, they don't really know how to put it into action. And copy is a huge part of that. So um, a lot of what I do these days is either copy editing or copywriting uh, the content for websites as well as blogging and just kind of helping other business owners, other entrepreneurs feel comfortable writing about themselves. So I kind of fill in the gaps for, for entrepreneurs essentially. That's awesome. I love that. And I was going to say, like, that's so important because people, when they're writing their copy, they don't think about SEO sometimes. And so the fact that that's where you're coming from originally with it, I mean, that's genius, basically. Like, I I feel like if you're going to hire somebody to do your copy, like, it should be somebody who knows SEO forward and backwards. incorporating keywords because there's a lot of great copywriters out there um, that you know they think that starting with SEO uh, is a great thing because I'm coming at it from more of a keyword perspective mm-hmm. well uh, there's a lot of other copywriters out there who you know are very linguistically talented it's also important online to incorporate those keywords that your audience is searching for that's so true so I love that your business is unique because you work with your brother um, and you know, I can relate. My brother is like my best friend. So tell us like a little bit about that, what that is like working with your brother. Sure. Um, so somewhat backstory, my brother, um, was trained actually as an engineer, um, in college with his degrees in, and when he got out, he decided that that wasn't really his passion. So he started looking into web design and development, which was kind of a natural fit with his talents. Um, so he's, very much self-taught, like many developers out there. 
um, very, very talented. And when I decided to go from freelancing to starting Red Vine, we just kind of started talking about, um, you know, how it could benefit us both. So we decided to start the company together um, at the beginning of 2013, so about three and a half years ago. And, um, you know, working with your your family and your sibling has certainly its own struggles. Um, what I always say is we, for us, it was more of, um, we live afar, so I'm down here in Florida and he's up in Connecticut, so um, we're very, very close, but it often turned into um, situations where when we called each other, it would quickly turn into business. So it yeah. would be a personal phone call, kind of catching up to business. So what we soon decided was we need to have business calls and we need to have personal calls right. and kind of make that separation. So that seems to work for us, um, but it's certainly different for everyone. You know, spousal business partners, you know, certainly face different issues because you're living together. So um, for us as brother and sister, it's um, just kind of a work in progress. Um, we try to keep it away from our parents so that we're not bombarding them with, oh, I can't believe, you know, we did this, um, in frustration because it's my brother, so. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, it's been great. He's very talented, very easy to work with, and we, you know, obviously know each other very well, so that's very beneficial, I think, for projects that we work on together. I also think that there's a certain <clears throat> type of, like, honesty that comes with siblings, yes. which I know, like, when I have a business question, like, I normally will go to my brother before anyone else because, like, he can tell me like it is without really, like, hurting my feelings. I guess because we can just really say anything to each other and, you know, like, we know that it's coming from a good place. And sometimes I think, like, friends or even your spouse might be, like, afraid to not sugarcoat it. So that's I, – I think that that's a really benefit to yeah. uh, working with your siblings because they will just – they will tell you. Yeah, <laughs> when they do something similar to what you do, or like you know, mm-hmm. your brother is his own company, you know, his yeah. own entity, his own brand, and so he's really good at saying this is what this is how it is. Like, exactly. Especially if it was different, if he did like a different job, I feel like he still have a little bit of difficulty being relating. Yeah, relating, but it's like we can relate to each other's exactly. fields, which really helps. Yeah, and I think that's what really makes Red Vine Studio so special with you and Nikki and your brother is that you guys are doing the same thing now, and you're in it together. You're in the trenches. And even though you have different specialties, you're with, working with the same clients, the same contracts, and everything else. So you guys understand the business equally, which is awesome. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so uh, I know a lot of people, and I want to ask this question. Uh, do you have a process for what you do? Because you talked about a little bit of having your SEO dive, like um, intermixed with your copywriting and your content marketing. So what is your process, or if you have one, for copywriting and content development? wherever they need it. Um, For some clients, that means they just need an editor to basically feel comfortable with what they've written because, of course, writing for the web, um, blogging, or writing content for a website, or even press releases, it's all different kinds of writing. Um, You know, often people think of traditional either newspaper writing or magazine articles, things like that. And, of course, writing for the web is very, very different. Um, so some, some clients simply need a once-over, you know, help with imagery, um, even uploading to their WordPress site, um, and just kind of feeling that comfort level of, yes, this is a good blog post and I can make that happen. Um, and then I have clients that are very hands-off, don't, you know, just want somebody to handle everything for them, will kind of check in once a month. Um, 
and for those people, basically my process um, is I try to do everything I can to sort of get in the head of the, an entrepreneur. Um, they always will know their business far better than me, but it's my job to kind of delve into that industry as much as possible, um, which is actually part of the reason I love my job is I have all these um, different, uh, different knowledge about different industries, which is kind of, kind of cool. Um, so once I delve into the industry as much as possible, um, between research and, and talking with the client, um, even talking with employees, um, essentially then, um, it just kind of flows from there. So based on working with the developer, we build out, um, a site map, uh, and basically on a page by page basis, I'll build out copy for someone. Um, same kind of flow happens with blog posts. Um, again, it depends on the project, it depends on the client, um, and really what they're comfortable with at the end of the day as far as how much they want to be involved. That's awesome. Yeah, yes. I like that um, you said that you have so much depth and knowledge of different industries, and that's generally, I feel like with both of us, it's yeah, also why that's we one of like my what favorite things about what I do. Know so much random information about things yeah. we'll never do, but it's well, it's exciting. almost like living, like getting to live vicariously yeah, through these seriously. really cool businesses. Like one of my businesses that I work with is a CrossFit gym. I will never own a CrossFit gym. Like, <laughs> let's be real. But it's so fun to get to work with those different types of businesses. Absolutely, and I think it's. Yeah, and I think, like, being able to um, write for different businesses like that and be able to kind of put yourself in the shoes of, you know, the business owner and help them write that copy, that is definitely a skill. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a talent that, like, should be praised quite often because not all people can do this. Well, I appreciate that. And, I mean, there's certainly, and I'm sure you ladies would agree, there's certainly something, I think, to you know, feeling that connection with the client because if that's not there, whether you're a designer, a developer, or a copywriter, you know, anything, um, you kind of have to be on the same page. So there, I mean, there's certainly been clients where I say, you know, I don't know if my voice even interpreted as yours would necessarily be the right fit and that's okay. Yeah. Um, so we kind of have to make that determination sooner rather than later. Um, I mean, I, I tend to be naturally very informal with my writing, but I've also written for, you know, very corporate clients that it has to be, you know, very, um, to the point and factual and, you know, very professional and, you know, kind of all the buttons buttoned on your coat. Yeah. Um, so it's really, I, I think those conversations are really important to have sooner rather than later so that, you know, it's a good fit. So I know that all three of us know that good copy is essential for, effective marketing but the question is why is it essential for effective marketing sure um so copy is online your way to kind of reach through the screen and reach a potential customer um in my mind what a holdup is for a lot of entrepreneurs is that they may find it very easy to write about themselves and it ends up being very me 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 um when in actuality what they should be doing is talking about you, 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 the potential customer or the actual customer on the other side of, of the screen. Um, so I would say good copy is essential for marketing because really it's the only way that you're going to reach people online. Um, you know, these days many of us will Google something far before we'll ever pick up the phone 
And if they don't like your copy, if they're not getting those sort of warm fuzzies from you and feel like it's a good fit for them, um, be able to pick up the phone and they're never going to end up being a customer. So why is developing content so difficult for most entrepreneurs, especially creatives? Because I feel like creatives, we get in, I feel, well, my like excuse is that we get in our heads. But yeah. what have you found as being that this is your job is the most difficult reason why um, we can't do that. Like, why can't we develop content? Why can't we talk about ourselves and our businesses? That's a great question. Um, it's it's a little different for everyone. So generally I say it is hard for entrepreneurs to talk about themselves, but I find that it's different issues for different people. Um, so I've met the people that simply don't know where to start. They, they say, well, I do this, this, and this. There's really nothing more to say. Um, and then we get into, well, what's your story? How did you get here? You know, what inspires you every day? What, what are you passionate about? What you know, what do you say um, on the phone to your customers? I've even had um, uh, one customer, he was an um, electrician. I had him sort of walk me through the process as if I was a potential customer calling up. And immediately his tone of voice changed. Um, he got so much more excited and so much more passionate um, just because he's used to doing that every day as opposed to talking about himself, which feels different, but it's actually the same thing. Um, and then I have the customer who is just a little too wordy. They, they could talk about themselves for days and days and days. And so we have to kind of, you know, structure that a little bit more. Um, I always say, you know, talking about yourself is great, but let's leave that to the about page on your website. When people are ready to learn about you, they'll go there until that point. Let's talk about how your services benefit your customer. How do your services solve the problems for your customer? That's what they're worried about at the get-go. And that, even just talking through that with people, I think helps. Um, and it kind of frames their mind in a different way, um, as opposed to when they sit down at their computer to write about themselves, they sometimes say, oh, well, that's easy. I can just write about myself, um, as opposed to thinking about it from their customer's point of view. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I know like if somebody is kind of on the fence about hiring a copywriter and they're thinking that it's something that they might need, but they're not sure, what would you tell them are the main benefits of going ahead and taking that plunge and hiring a copywriter? Sure. Um, so a lot of people, I think, already know that they need someone. Yeah. Um, people, the people that are on the fence, for sure. Um, I would say the benefits are having – having someone from an outside perspective, uh, at least honing in on the ideas. So like I said, oftentimes I'll even just copy edit. I don't even need to go through the full writing process. Um, and even that will kind of organize a website or a blog or whatever type of content it is in a better way, in a way that makes more sense for the web. Um, because again, a lot of people aren't used to that. So I would say that's one big benefit. Um, Another is certainly, like we talked about, the, I think the SEO benefits for me yes. personally are, are very yes. beneficial. Um, so I kind of combine that in my packages. Um, so I think that's helpful because you kind of kill two birds with one stone, essentially. Um, and in addition, I, to kind of go along with that is um, often when I'm writing copy, it's also uh, concurrent, concurrently with a either website build or rebuild um, which is a really really good time to rethink about your copy um, so for example every time I 
uh, you know, re, uh, redesign my own website, I also take a look at the copy and completely uh, refresh it. So it's a really good time to do that as well. I think that so many people, you know, are quick to invest in design for their website or photographer for professional images because we see in like every single article out there, like you must have professional images. But I think that sometimes people really overlook the words that are on their site. And I can't tell you how many times I've been to a site that has a gorgeous design, beautiful images. And then I get to the wording and there's like things like just incorrect like the grammar's bad even like things that are misspelled or like punctuation just being like blatantly wrong or it just like it's too wordy like you were saying or just like i'm not getting enough like i i would say that the number one thing that i find wrong with websites nowadays is copy and i think that that's because there are now so many options for good stock photography and you know i think that people really do um see the value of design just because it's it's right there not to mention like some people think I know how to write, so I'll just write it myself, but I don't know how to design. So I'll hire somebody for that. Or, you know, I don't know how to use a camera, so I'll hire somebody for that. But I think that people need to realize just because you know how to write an email or even an essay does not mean that that translates into, um, content or copywriting for a website. Yeah. One of the biggest things, um, I have a pet peeve with as a designer with a design agency and we, um, we now copywriting is definitely becoming a essential to our services. So now we're no longer because before we were like, oh, we don't want to push it on people. But seeing other agencies pop up or other like designers, um, and I specifically showed one of the charisma about like someone that redesigned their site and the copy was like so degrading and <laughs> insulting to the customer. And I just yes. thought. Oh my goodness, they need to have someone on their team that's writing the copy for them. But that's easy to ha- it's easy cuz you think about your expertise and like your what you do as a designer or a developer, but you don't think about like your customer. Most people, I mean you should, but a lot of people don't. And that's why I think the value of having a copywriter on your team, like you guys are, you know, you have you you have you. So that's where you're you're doing better than most people because you understand how much good copy and how much good content makes a great website or makes a great like online platform or essence and brand in general. So. Absolutely. But I, I mean, I will say at the same time, kind of to your point that it all needs to balance. So I'm a big believer in if someone has an awful looking website and it just, you know, we've all been to those websites where, you know, you're even not being a designer, I'm offended. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like this is offensive. (laughs) because even if we make the copy beautiful the design's got to be there and yeah. vice versa if even if the design's beautiful the copy's got to be there so even though it it is an investment it's an investment in your company and that's mm-hmm. really the point definitely um so do you have any quick tips or anything that people can take away our listeners for developing content just small things and then we'll tell them to hire you <laughs> <laughs> um so i think a lot of website's one thing and that's I think pretty straightforward for people because they know it's sort of a living breathing um thing but the copy is pretty pretty stagnant on a website so kind of once you when once we go through the copywriting process or the copy editing process it's there it's up it's good um and then people get very scared off by the word blog or the word social media Mm -hmm. um I think the reality for a lot of people is they're actually better at creating the content for those things than they think. Um, yes, they may need the help 
like I said, where I, I kind of fill in and just sort of give them that last little push to say, yes, this looks good, or just tweak this and you're, you're good to go. Um, that kind of little confidence boost, it's where my, my cheerleading background comes in, I think. <laughs> um, so I would say that don't be scared off by creating your own content. Uh, oftentimes a blog post is as simple as answering a frequently asked question that you get a lot from customers or potential customers. Um, in fact, that's one of my favorite things to write about for my own blog and my own content is um, questions that I often get from either sales prospects or customers where I say, hey, I actually wrote a blog post about that. And quite honestly, instead of spending the 15 minutes yeah. explaining it to someone, I can say, oh, by the way, let me send you to my blog. It kind of kills two birds by getting them to my website and answering their questions. So um, really content development for entrepreneurs is, I just can't say enough good things about it. You have to be doing it at this point. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. Um, but it's easier than you think, I would say. Um, you know, having somebody help you along the way is important. It's valuable. Um, and the other kind of tip I would say is people don't do enough planning when it comes to content. So even just knowing um, who you are as a business and having a good idea of, you know, your personality as a business um, is something that I almost discover with an entrepreneur as we go through the process. So even knowing who you are, it's almost like, um, you know, knowing yourself well enough before you go in for a job interview because you're asked so many questions. Um, it's the same thing for a business. So I find that people don't really know themselves as a business well enough when they go into this process. So figuring that out beforehand is really, really important. I definitely agree because I see a lot of blogs where the content is kind of all over the place and I don't really know what to expect from them. So yeah. yeah. I imagine. <laughs> Thank you so much. Nikki, yes, thank you. I learned so much. I took lots of notes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm so excited for all of our listeners to hear this because, it's, as you know, at WordCamp, this is one of the biggest, I feel like, things that come up where people ask the most questions is about content, I feel like. So I'm so excited about this. And, and if any of our listeners um, are interested in hiring Nikki, we'll definitely have her information in the show notes because I definitely think that everyone can benefit from not only great copy, but great copy that is going to have the benefit of having someone who is experienced in SEO writing it. Yeah. So, Even just uh, having yeah, edit your copy, exactly. Like it's worth, you know, it's definitely worth the investment. Um, so go ahead and find us on the internet at Instagram and Facebook at Heart and Hustle Podcast. Twitter at Heart Hustle Pod and use the hashtag Boss So Hard all around the internet to show us how you are dreaming big and working hard this week. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.